This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window. Making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. We're going to have a great show today. Trey Duke is on, and Trey's been on before, and he's an absolute joy to have on the show but, you know, Trey, every time I say your name, I say Trey Duke. But I want to go on and say of Earl. Yeah. <laughs> Duke, 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 Earl. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 I get off center sometimes. You know, not, that's not the first time I've heard that. But. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm unhappy. I thought I would be the first one. Yeah. But there are so many things going on with you, you the superintendent of the Murfreesboro School System. For a month, been here a month. Uh huh. It's been a great month. Yeah, and but things are starting to change. They're starting to go over into the positive side, and I think everybody wants to get back to normal. Yes. And uh, we we've we've been listening to all this negative stuff ever since March of last year, and uh, I think that people want to be back. I I don't think they have as much fear as they did. And with all the things that have been sent our way, that some of it was accurate, but most of it wasn't. Um, I think that uh, you've always had a positive attitude as far as getting back to normal, getting back to where Murfreesboro needs to be. And it, it, the kids are, they're clamoring to get back, aren't they? I, I have a special uh, little grandchild and uh, She's in the Rutherford County School System, and she just could not wait to get back. She wanted to be with her b- bus driver and sh- uh, call her by name and then get back. It, it, you have to be around kids your own age, don't you? Yeah, to it's really so important. be normal. Well, and I think that's one of the things that COVID showed us from the first time last year, over a year ago. Yeah when we all across the country shut down was that school is so much more than just a place where kids go to learn, right? Yes. It's a place they go to get social interaction. It's a place yeah. they go to be with their friends. Um, and the benefits from school, in addition to just learning more, mm-hmm. is really, you know, you know this, uh, just teaching them how to be a socially interact with other people. And that's such an important part of their development. So yeah, they're wanting to get back. We want them to get back. I've said from the very beginning, my goal and my North Star is doing whatever we can to get kids in school on a regular basis. So we just had, we have been giving parents the option to stay virtual if they felt like that was best for their family all year. Mm -hmm. The number of those families have decreased 
So we've gone down at the beginning of the year. We had about 20% of our families that were learning at home. Mm -hmm. We just had our last bring back day for the final fourth quarter. We're down to about a little over 12% of our families that are still at home. Mm -hmm. So that's about 1,000 kids, a little over 1,000 kids of our almost 9,000 population. So, you know, kids are coming back. The kids that want to be back, we want them back. Our teachers are back. So, uh, yeah, we've definitely seen that number go down of kids learning remotely. So it's been nice to have them back in the building. We keep getting information from the media, which it's usually 99% wrong anyway. But but they they give out uh, information like the the parents want the kids back in school, the kids obviously want to be back in school, and and, and then you, you hear uh, the national teachers union and things like that saying that they're not really for it all that much, but I want to hear it from you where you have contact with the real teachers right here in our community. Yeah, so our teachers are, we have the best teachers, and I'll hold our teachers up against any group of teachers in the country. And I think you walk the halls of Murfreesboro City Schools, and you see teachers who are committed to this profession and committed to kids. So, you know, our teachers, we've been back since day one, right? We've had teachers in the building since August. Um, Our teachers have done a great job. We want to make sure our teachers are safe. We want to make sure our kids are safe. Mm -hmm. So we have those precautions in place, but our teachers are back. You know, we are doing summer school this summer in the city. We are offering, because we've, you know, one of the things we know is the end of last year, we were out of school learning from home for about three months. Mm-hmm. So we're offering a summer school program for all the kids in Murfreesboro City. The response has been great, not just from the students, but from the teachers. Yeah. So we have right at 180 teachers who have signed up to say, I'll teach summer school this year in the city i mean that's huge these are people this is their time off this is their vacation time they don't get to just take a week of vacation in the school year this is their time Um, and so for them to say hey you know we want to teach summer school we want to be here to help our kids i think goes to show just the caliber of teacher we have in the city and that again they're ready to be back if you were writing uh the, the let's put it this way the kids that are uh, out of uh, basically homeschool learning, and 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 I, I presume a lot of that is done with their parents, uh, and and those type things. Have you seen anything to compare the kids actually being in school, all the social benefits, and 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 the ability to have a relationship with the teacher at that time? How would you rate that as far as being able, uh, let's say, the accomplishments of it? Uh, so I'm not really sure what you're asking there. Are you a- uh, are what are the kids lo- uh, losing but okay. not being in the classroom? Sure. Okay, and that's a, yeah, a great yeah. question. So I think a lot of it, what what they're losing by not being in the classroom is that. Um, again, that social piece, that interaction piece. Yeah. Um, now, we've worked really hard to make sure that while families are at home, that we're still providing, you know, outlets for that. Mm-hmm. So teachers, you know, one of the things we do in our in our building is we call them morning meetings across our district, which yeah. means the first 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes of the day is really a check-in time to build that social interaction. What's going on in your life? You know, what are you worried about? What do you want to celebrate? 
things like that that give students just a, time, a chance to talk, to get mm -hmm. to know each other, so that when they go on the playground, when they go to recess, it's not that's the first time they haven't been social all day long. So we do that virtually, right, for our virtual yeah. classrooms. We try and build that in there. Um, but I think, you know, families have to make a decision that's best for their family, that's best for their kids, best for the people who are living in their house. Mm -hmm. um, but I think what we do know is that when kids are in school, um, there's a lot of benefits to that outside of the academic side. I've heard some people say that virtual learning is just as good as having the kids in the classroom. And for the life of me, I don't know where in the world that's coming from. Because all of us that went to school without all the interruptions that we've had uh, lately, I, I don't think that um, we would be as um, well-versed as we are now if we were had to be in a virtual classroom. So, it just doesn't really make sense because uh, being able to have interaction with the other students it, to me, it, it's one of the most positive things that you have. Yeah, so I think a lot of it, is, it's more kid-specific than I'm going to say in general. Mm -hmm. So I would say for the majority of students, that being in person is better. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there are students who have, and it's been a surprise to us, who have really done really well virtually. Mm -hmm. um, now, if... When you Is think, that because of the parents that they have? It, and it may own. be. And I'll say again, our virtual teachers, our teachers this year have just blown it out of the park. Mm -hmm. Like when we started in August and we had asked teachers to really change the way they had taught, mm -hmm. to change everything they knew about education to, to be able to start teaching online. And they didn't just do that. I mean, in true Murfreesboro City fashion, they did that and they did so much more. Mm -hmm. So I walk into some of the, when I was a principal just a few months ago, I'd walk into my classrooms where my teachers were teaching virtual and, and I would tell them like, man, I can't believe what you're getting these kids to do through a screen. Yeah. They're just really good at it. So when I think about the benefits of both, again, I think you gotta look at the individual student and you gotta say, okay, what is best for this child? And families can look at that. So I do think there are kids who have benefited from virtually. They may be getting that social interaction other places, maybe through sports teams, maybe through church events. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanna make sure kids have that opportunity to be social and school isn't the only place you have to get that. But for the large majority of kids, again, and my goal is going to be getting kids back in buildings as much as possible. Now, uh, yours is basically K through six. Uh, the the uh, grades yes. in Murfreesboro. Now, uh, there have been some um, information put out that some of the, uh, and this is not in Murfreesboro, but I, I, uh, I just wanted to see if you had any complaints from any of the parents about the curriculum and what's being taught in the schools and is it a patriotic thing? Uh, is it very positive as far as uh, the outlook, as far as where they're going to go, uh, as far as the kids are? And uh, was the information that was being taught in the school system uh, accurate as far as we know it here? So um, I have not had a lot of complaints about what we teach. Again, our teachers, uh, they are very good about understanding what our role is, mm -hmm. and that is to make sure that we're delivering the information 
that's correct in yeah. delivering the information that um, the state has approved for us to teach. We work really closely with our teachers. So that's not something, again, yeah. at an elementary level that we, that we really um, have to battle a whole lot. And yeah. if there is a concern with parents, we talk that through, right? So if yeah. a parent does have a situation that they're concerned, we, we have that conversation and let's get to really maybe what the real concern is and make sure that everyone has all the right information about what's going on. Um, but we're always going to be looking for parent feedback. We're always going to be looking to say, be very transparent with parents about what we do in our school because we believe in what we do in our schools and we do really great work there and it's something to be proud of. In, in the K through six, basically what you're doing is preparing the kids for uh, yeah. grades Absolutely. above that, just like high school, then you're preparing. It, it, I, I feel like... Uh, We're the foundation, yeah, right? I yeah. mean, you can't be good at Algebra 1. You yeah. can't be successful. Let me rephrase that. Yeah. If you're going to be successful in Algebra 1, if you're going to be successful in Advanced Math or English 1 or any of those high school um, grades or high school subjects that are so critical to them going to college or a trade school, I mean, that starts in kindergarten, first and second grade. Yeah. So we are really about early identification of any learning issues. We want to identify those early. We want to really prevent them from happening by having a really strong reading program, a really strong math program. And like with our STEM program, really exposing kids to all the possibilities that are out there. Here are yeah. all the things that you can be so that when they get to that high school, which grade in those high school subjects, and they're having to make decisions about what tracks do I want to take in high school? They're making that with a really, they have the choices and they're not having to take one specific path. They have, a, they have choices in what they want to do. And yeah. we, want to, we want to give kids choices. Um, and that starts with a really strong instructional program at the elementary level. It's so, um, you have to have parent involvement for, for a, a young child to be able to continue on in a positive way. And with mom and dad both working now, it, it's, it's, a, it's very difficult for families, especially with this virus the way yeah. it hit. And they, and they had to become more involved in the education process of the kids. But I think we all know that if, if you stay strong like you have in Murfreesboro, and you stay strong like you have in Rutherford County with the education process, even though you get a lot of negative feedback, once you get to the university level, you're still able to ask the questions and be able to think for yourself and research yeah. so many things for yourself to stay in a, a, a positive manner. And uh, that's been one of the things that most of us have been complaining about is once you get to the university level, there's a lot of negative things that go into a child's life or, or a young person's life uh, that we don't ever remember as, at my age group. Your age, of course, that's different. You're still a young fella. But <laughs> all of us I that grew up that. in the old days, uh, I, I, I miss that type of uh, relationship between uh, the professors and the students. Yeah. Well, I'll go back to what you said about parent support, and it's so true, right? Yeah. All, I think one of the things I always try and keep in mind is that the bottom 
of any situation mm -hmm. is parents want for their kids to succeed, right? Yeah. And, and my kids, I have two boys, they live in a two-parent working household. I work, my wife works. Um, so yeah, it takes extra, you know, extra effort on our part because at the end of the day, guess what? I'm tired. Yeah. And my wife is tired. Um, but we know Wait, you must eat out then. Oh, well, uh, I'm not going to get into that because my wife may be listening. And if she is, she's a wonderful cook. Uh, but you know, <laughs> um, we, um, I still got a question sitting up there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, we're busy at the end of the day. And as, and I think that's got to be special because you, you, uh, a superintendent of school, uh, it's like you're in a war zone all the time and you're being bombarded and you can't really make it through all of those uh, uh, things that most of us don't even have to deal with because you're dealing with people in the most, uh, uh, I, I guess, most opportune way for other people to reach out to you. And um, they, have, they have questions that nobody would even think about as far as how you're relating to their child and and all the teachers and uh, you're, you're like a, a some type of ambassador I guess and, and all the questions that are thrown at you uh, I can't even imagine I would not want to be in your shoes but you have to have somebody behind you that's holding you up Absolutely. and it's always the spouse I have, she's great and she's yeah. a, and she understands the job she works in education so she has a, some insight into that but you know, and, and you're right, it, it's a very, whether from the principal role, whatever role I found myself in, you know, she absolutely is the person that can support me and help make sure that I can, you know, do this job and do it really well. And so it's nice having that support. And, yeah. and as like I said, when I think about my kids, what I think about with any parent is I want my kids to be successful, right? I have a, I have a fourth grader and I have a sixth grader. Mm -hmm. I want them to be successful when they go to college. I want them to have lots of choices of what they want to do, not what they have to do. Um, and so to me, when I think about working with parents, I go back to that. What I want for my kids is what every parent wants for their child. They want them to be the best. They want them to be successful. So I think whenever I work with parents, I always try and get back to that. You know, yeah. what is it you want for your child? How do we help you get there? And how do we help see that through? Um, and that common ground is really beneficial. Now, with the virus and, and how it, it's, it, you've lost a little bit of the relationship between the, the teachers and the students. Uh, does that mean that we all know that each student has a particular type of God-given gift? And... Are, are, do you lose some of the ability to uh, kind of um, reach into that student's uh, um, gift book and kind of uh, lead them in, in the direction that they probably need to go into as they grow older and, and be able to utilize those particular gifts because that's important it, you have to recognize them so, sometimes and yeah. it, it doesn't always stand out as much as with some other kids well I think uh, you know you mentioned maybe there's been a little bit of a disconnect as the virus and, and I really yeah. feel like in the city we we haven't had that I think we've really surpassed that now we haven't had as much day-to-day 
face-to-face -face interactions with parents as we maybe typically have. Again, when I was principal at Salem, I was very used to having parents in the building, very used to having them coming and have lunch with the kids, seeing them. So we did lose some of that. That kind They're of wanting them out in the hayfields. <laughs> some of that family yep. engagement which I'm very hopeful we can get back soon. Yeah. But as far as the, the relationship between the teacher and the student, I, I, I see no difference, and I think that's as strong as ever. In fact, I would probably say anytime you go through something tough and have to learn something new as a group or as a community, that actually may bring you a little closer together. And I think going through the past year, I see classrooms that are really strong. I see teacher-student relationships that are really strong. And because of that, they're able to help guide those students, direct those students, get to the learning with those students, uh, just as they always have been. And so I look past COVID and I think about next year and beyond, and I think it's really promising. I think it's a bright future that we have. Yeah. We have a phone caller on the line. One of us has hit a nerve, I've got uh. a feeling. <laughs> caller, welcome aboard with Trey Duke. Hey, hey, good morning, Truman. This is Dick Peach calling. Hey, Dick, how are you? I'm doing all right. I just wanted to say hello to you and to uh, Mr. Duke. I congratulate him on on his on his job that he's doing. And I just I worked for him for a while. At, or with him for a while as an SRO, and uh, I got every confidence in the world uh, in him. He he's there for the students. I can guarantee Officer, you that. Officer Peach, it is great to hear your voice. Yes, sir. Good to hear you too, sir. I sure do miss my kids. I know you do. I still think of you every time I buckle up my seatbelt. <laughs> All right. Wear your seatbelt. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to say congratulations, and uh, Truman, I hope you're doing well. Oh, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Just uh, in, uh, enjoying my retirement once I got used to it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway, I just want to say hello to y'all. Now, are to you still later. doing any uh, shows on the side there, Officer Peach? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a year since I've had Elvis out, but I'm he's he's getting he's getting anxious to get out again. Yeah, yeah it's been about put, a year. Put Elvis, I, put, put Elvis back in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> right. Thank you, Officer Peach. Officer Peach, uh, what a great guy. He was, when I was a principal in the county, he was uh, my resource officer. Yeah, great guy. Oh, he he, he was involved in more programs than anybody else and I just absolutely loved him to death. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Trey Duke. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Discount Mattress is on the move, and great news for you. To reduce moving costs, all remaining inventory is being liquidated. Stop in today at 1614 Northwest Broad Street near the Georgetown Kroger to take advantage of the huge price reductions on their already discounted prices. Discount Mattress has been serving Murfreesboro's mattress needs since 2001, is locally owned and operated, and excited to offer these reduced prices prior to their move. Don't wait. Stop by today. Discount Mattress at the corner of Northwest Broad and Northfield. What's the best kept secret in Murfreesboro? Well, it's Steered Straight Thrift Store, a nonprofit company where every purchase has a purpose to help fight addiction and suicide and educate our youth, parents, and the community on the dangers of drugs. Come see us at 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, 
Sunday on 12 to 5. Our phone number is 615-396-8987. God bless. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building. All of the proceeds that we generate from our store goes directly back into the ministry for those programs that Greenhouse has. So we would just encourage people to come out and take a look. The Garden Patch offers competitive prices on name brand clothing, furniture, large appliances, household items, toys, and more. Shopping at the Garden Patch helps Greenhouse Ministries inspire, give hope, and change lives. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. MTSU's College of Liberal Arts and the Sin Federal Credit Union present MTSU Arts, your ticket to hundreds of visual and performing arts events each year. During our 2020-2021 season, you can enjoy events virtually from the comfort of your own living room. Join the MTSU Arts Patron Society and enjoy member-only benefits. Visit mtsu.edu slash mtsuarts to learn more and join today. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net. And make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. As the number of people getting the COVID-19 vaccine increases, the outlook among Tennessee consumers has improved noticeably as we head into the spring and summer months. According to the latest statewide survey by Middle Tennessee State University, the Tennessee Overall Outlook Index crept back into positive territory in March and now reads 1 but that's up considerably from minus 58, where it was before. The information published by the Office of Consumer Research in the Jennings A. Jones College of Business at MTSU. A Laverne police officer injured while responding to a call Friday night. Officer Zachary Benedetti was responding to an emergency call with lights and sirens about 745 when he and another driver collided head-on on Waldron Road near Industrial Boulevard. Officer Benedetti taken to Vanderbilt Medical Center with serious injuries, the occupant of the other vehicle was taken to Stonecrest Hospital in stable condition. It's not clear what caused the head-on crash. Waters are receding in Middle Tennessee, and most flood advisories are expiring, but more showers this week could create more problems. Several locations continue to deal with the aftermath of flash flooding over the weekend. Forecasters say showers are expected in the mid-state by Tuesday night and could dump another inch or two over an already saturated area. And MTSU's Stones River Chamber players will celebrate spring and conclude their 2020-21 performance season with a free concert commonality to be broadcast Tuesday on the School of Music's live stream YouTube channel beginning at 4 p.m. The renowned faculty ensemble in residence performance is from the Hilton Hall stage inside MTSU's Wright Music Building. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro. Our residents say the chefs at Adams Place run the area's best restaurant. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Offering independent living, 
assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high into the lower 70s. Winds out of the south around 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, chance for showers and storms alone near 55. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 54. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn Pop Fresh Daily, their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. You know, uh, Trey, Trey Duke, of course, when we look at uh, the political leanings across our nation, isn't it funny that in places like the Southeast, the Midwest, even the Southwest, uh, the thought process is so different than the rest of the nation. If you look at the East Coast, uh, New York and places like that, New England, and then you get over into the West Coast from Washington all the way down through California, it's like you're living in a different world. And I think a lot of that, uh, of course, economically, that's part of it, and, and where you live and how many people flow through there, but a lot of it is part of the school system itself, isn't it? Because the, what are the things that are taught in the areas that I was talking about as far as the southeast uh, and the southwest and, and on into the midwest, they're very conservative areas. Is a lot of that the way that they're taught in, in, in the classroom in those areas? Well, I think you always want schools to represent the community, yeah. right? And I think that's important. Um, you know, and I think that's why there's so much local control over what happens in the school. So yeah. from our curriculum, which is decided at the state level, as far as what standards we teach, what we look at, that's all state-driven, state-by-state, so that is going to change. Now, listen, I've only ever lived in Rutherford County. I've only ever lived in Tennessee, so this is all I know, and I'm, I'm pretty pleased well, with Well, you're this. blessed. I am blessed, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> so I've, the greatest place in Rutherford the Rutherford County has been my home since I was a baby. So, yeah. um, but, so I think the, you know, the state kind of drives that, but then the school system, we here in Murfreesboro, we, we decide what materials we use, what resources we use. And so I think, you know, by, by that kind of process, you're always going to have the community being involved and then what's happening in the classroom being representative of the people of the community. Yeah. What, what would you say the percentages of teachers that were actually born and raised oh, in man. Rutherford County. I have no idea. I ha, you know, I wouldn't you even. Have got to I have. That, I will I check it out, and that. I will let you know. I, I will say, you know, one of the things is we have a, you know, this is a really we're growing. Obviously, we have people moving in from right. all over the country, yeah. and so therefore it brings 
that includes, I mean, the parents are coming. And a lot of those parents are teachers, and we're always wanting to hire great teachers and mm-hmm. great instructors. And so, um, you know, I think as families move here, we're always looking to expand our teaching base with great educators, um, no matter where you, no matter where you come from. But I, I can remember back when just about all of them, our teachers in the school system, were uh, raised here. Yeah. And, and now I think that it, it is kind of like a magnet. People are seeing how these communities are being run, and they want to be part of it because they've had so many negative things going in uh, to the areas where they live, and they want something different. And I think uh, people reaching out to us uh, really is a compliment to all the people that are in the school system. Well, I think MTSU plays a big part of that. So, I mean, we're looking at <coughs> the ability. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got choked. I'm sorry. I, the, I, I well, do that every You know, the ability that uh, someone like uh, me uh, can grow up here in this community, mm-hmm. can go to school in this community, mm-hmm. um, get my degree, and then mm-hmm. stay and work in the community is, you know, I think that's what we want. We want, to, we want our community to be stronger and, yeah. and better, and we want to make sure we're producing kids at the school level that's going to make our community stronger. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think you're looking at, like you said, it's a great place to be. And when you look at our school system, and I, was, I told you these facts earlier, mm-hmm. um, if you look at before we opened Salem, the 12 of our schools, now with 13 with Salem, but the 12 schools we had the last time the state did a assessments, mm-hmm. um, 75% of our schools, nine of the 12, were ranked as topped in the state as reward schools. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Um, 100% of our schools right now, including Salem, 13 out of 13, have been recognized by Vanderbilt for the behavioral programs we have in place, proactive behavioral programs to make sure kids are in classrooms and learning. Um, now, now, what all is involved in that? Well, that really goes back to how we structure our culture. How I we, was wondering how Vanderbilt would so be we, able to Yeah, do so that. we partnered with them. Yeah. Um, the state partners with them, uh, with Vanderbilt and several other universities, depending on what area you live in, mm-hmm. to really look at that what we call that proactive, preventive behavioral situations, that mm-hmm. we have teachers who are trained, we, have, we are consistently teaching students, how it is, just like we teach them math, just like we teach them reading, mm-hmm. that we're teaching kids this is what it means to behave in schools. And we have mm-hmm. a systematic way of doing that. And so that they. How does that re- relate to the academic part? Well, well, here's what we do know, right? Yeah. I mean, if we want kids to learn reading and we want them to learn math, we first have to make sure they understand mm-hmm. this is how you behave in school. This yeah. is how you act in school. These are the rules. Mm-hmm. And we, we take, we always are about teaching. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we're not going to assume, even though most of our kids do come in understanding what the rules of school are, um, you know, it, it's different in every home. So we want to take it from a, an instruction standpoint so that they understand this is the expectation. This is how we behave. This is how we walk down the hallway. This is how we behave in class. This is how we behave in the cafeteria or on the playground to keep people safe, to keep them uh, make sure we all have a good time, make sure that we can get the job done we need to. And we've really taken with our school guidance counselors, um, our school counselors, we've really taken a proactive approach uh, in Murfreesboro City to do that. And again, it's being recognized. Um, I go back to our STEM program. Out of our 13 schools, four 
have been designated by the state and have received designations for their STEM program. And these are all elementary schools. A lot of times that happens in middle schools and high schools. We're getting them in elementary schools. We have another school that's on their way to get it by the end of this year. So we have all these great things going on in our school system um, that we continue to shine. And so why would people not want to move here, right? Yeah. You got a great community. You got great schools to put your kids in. Um, so I think that that's what we need to, that's what I want to focus on as a director and as a superintendent and continue to build that. And I want people coming to our community because they see the, the great teaching staff we have. They know that when my kid goes in that school, they're going to leave um, better prepared than in other schools. Now, I'm sure you and Bill Spurlock have a great relationship. Mr. Spurlock, yeah, we've been, I had the privilege of working with him in the county, um, and so I'm a great, the fact that we have that relationship has been great. Yeah, and, and, and do you have kind of like a pathway from uh, K through 6 going up into the middle school and the high school, and, and do you have a lot of dealings with uh, Bill Spurlock because uh, you, you're, um, I'm sure that there are questions and answers that you have as far as the relationship between each system. I know it's separated in a way, but, but then again, it's not really separated. Sure. So we have families that yeah. may have children in both systems, right? Yeah. And so we work really closely with them. We always have. Um, and Mr. Spurlock, when I got the job, was, was very uh, kind to, you know, encourage me to call anytime yeah. we needed to, which um, I really appreciate as well. Because I spent so many years in the county, um, I have a lot of relationships in the county as well. Remember, I, I was there, I think, 17 years before I moved over to Murfreesboro City the past uh, almost two and a half now. Mm -hmm. And so we always want to make sure it's a smooth transition for our families. So we work as uh, closely with the instructional department in the county, specifically Barbara Powers, who's the middle school coordinator, mm -hmm. to make sure that our students, when they transition from our schools to those middle schools, um, have all the information that, that all the students, even if they're in a county school, would have moving yeah. forward. All the roadways to success are there, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and again, strong schools benefits everybody. Yeah. That's, you know, you know, whether you have students in the community or not, in the school system or not, if you're a part of the community, having a strong school system and a well-educated base is going to help everybody. Yeah. Um, because again, these students, they may be seven, eight, nine-year-olds now, but in 10 years, right, they're going to be college students. They're going to be the ones that are serving you at the restaurant. They're going to be the ones that are helping you at the grocery store. They're going to be the ones in 20 years that are running for city council and are yeah. running for mayor. And we want to make sure that those students, you know, feel ownership in our community and that they are well prepared to tackle the challenges that heaven knows we're all going to face in 20 or 30 years. Yeah. Magnet schools have uh, really been prominent in Rutherford County now for a pretty good while. And uh, they have been pretty much graded nationwide as sure. the best schools in the United States, which is amazing. But yet you have, uh, you, you, you were at Salem and, yes. and the principal out there. And uh, then you get, go on a little bit further and you, you're, you're uh, uh, if you go all the way to the end, you're, you're in Eagleville. That's right. And you're Rockvale in between. And, and it, it's something about those type of schools, the county schools that uh, reach out into 
what I would call country communities, they seem to be all very, very successful. And I can remember my uh, grandson, True, uh, he, was, he, he was at Central Magnet School and absolutely loved it, but he, the wind was blowing out toward Eagleville, and he just kind of caught the, the disease, you might say. And he, 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 he told his mom and dad, he says, I want to go out there. It was just something about that kind of school where the relationships are all around that particular area and everybody, it, it, it was like being in the 1950s going to school. You, you just, uh, you couldn't get away from that atmosphere. You know, I, we have, of course, in the city, we have Discovery School, yeah. our magnet school, which yeah. we are very proud of. Dr. Maddox does a fantastic job mm -hmm. out there. I was there just a, about a week ago walking the hallways, and, um, man, what a great campus it is. Yeah. What a great teaching staff it is. And for those families that go to that magnet school, what a great blessing it is for their life. You know, what we want to do and what we've really been focused on in the city, too, is trying to make sure that you don't have to go to the magnet school to get your needs met, right? So yeah. we, want to, we want to get that in any school. So if you apply to the magnet school and you get in, that's awesome, and it's going to be a great experience for you. But there are a limited number of seats there. Mm -hmm. So we've been really um, vigilant over the last couple years working with our what we call our gifted academy which is we work with teachers every summer yeah. um, and get them through training it's a year-long course that we give teachers they do it a week in the summer and they do saturdays throughout the year and by the end of it those teachers actually have their licensure as a gifted certified teacher and so that means that even though they we students may not be at discovery we have teachers in every school across our district that have that gifted endorsement that has been trained on how to work with high achieving students. So we're always looking for ways to take um, and meet the needs of our students. We have another caller on the line. Caller, welcome aboard with Trey Duke. Hi, Mr. Duke. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well. I have a couple of questions about summer school. How do okay. I register my child, and what will summer school look like? Uh, so if you want to register your child, go directly to your school principal. So they can uh, give you the best option. So you can do that paper pencil. Um, they have paper applications if that is the best way for you. And then you can also do it online. So go to your school. They can answer those questions for you on how to register. Uh, we've had a huge response, uh, but we got more seats available. So we, our goal is that any student who wants to be in summer school can get access to summer school this year. So it's a six-week program. We will do four weeks in June. We'll take a little break around July 4th, and then we're going to do two more weeks. So six full weeks of summer school. Uh, the plan is about five hours a day. Uh, then we'll have some after-camp options if you work and can't get to pick them up right away. But that five hours a day will really give them a chance to um, be prepared going into next year, um, no matter where your child is right now. Great. Now, do I need to do anything with my child to prepare them? So, no, we will take care of all that, and that's why we want to do this. We know that the COVID um, situation and being out of school last year really impacted some of our families as far as not being in school for three months. So this is us, again, trying to be proactive to say, let's make sure that 
anything they may have lost in those three months that we take this time to catch up. So you don't need to do anything except register them. We're going to have meals will be provided for them just like the school day. If you need transportation, bus transportation will be provided just like the school day. So we're going to do everything we can to make it as easy as possible as parents because we want them there. Now I will say this, one of the things that I've had a question about uh, regarding summer school was, you know, well, we still want to go to the beach this summer. <laughs> we want you to go to the beach or we're still going to go to the cabin this summer. We want you to go to your cabin this summer. So we don't let the fact that you may go on vacation for a week or so detract you from registering. We want them there when they can be there. So talk to your school principal, talk to your teachers. We can get you signed up and we can make sure that um, you're ready and that your kids are ready and that they have a great summer of learning. It will look a little different. It's not going to be your traditional school. It's going to be much smaller groups. It'll be much more game-based. It's still going to be summer. We're going to have lots of playtime, lots of time for them to interact socially. So it'll look a little different, but it's still a great opportunity for our community. Well, great. Thank you so much. We are looking forward to signing up soon. Thank you. That was a that was a great call. That was a good call. She was uh, she was very interested and very positive. I love that. Well, and again, our parents and I can't say it enough. And you know, and I've, again, I've been in Rutherford County my whole life, and mm -hmm. um, the parents in our community are just the best. And it's that's why I say you know this is a difficult job. It's a time-consuming job. But when I get to work with the teachers I get to work with and the parents I get to work with, and that's what I love is getting to talk to parents and getting to talk about the great things we have going on in our district. You know, we were talking about the magnet schools earlier, and is that more focused on uh, math and science than it would be other type of uh, um, things such as... Uh, I know the the language is is strong right now. Yeah. But but it, it seems like to me that math and science are are leading uh, as far as the 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 kids that have special gifts in those areas. Well, I think if you look at the research, the research is showing, especially, and that goes back to that STEM we talk about, that science, technology, yeah. engineering, and math. We know that those are careers that are exploding, and those are high-paying careers mm -hmm. that are exploding. We also know that those careers tend to be really underrepresented by females, that there's not as many females going into those positions. Now, I don't understand that. Well, th and that's what we want to do. We, yeah. and that's what our goal is, right, yeah. is, again, exposing kids to these possibilities, exposing kids to um, what engineering is, what technology jobs look like, and so making sure they have those understanding so that when they go to the county schools and they go to Oakland that they want to get involved in their Megatronics program mm -hmm. or some of the other CTE classes or courses that our high schools offer um, and so we take that responsibility really importantly at the elementary level to make sure our kids are prepared and ready to do that. Would it be unusual for a teacher uh, who recognizes those gifts in a student to if, if that particular student in their parents put in for a magnet school could could they kind of drop a little bit of a line as far as 
how gifted that particular student is. So we, you know, we screen all our students. So we yeah. have very clear, there's obviously a lot of parents that want to get into those schools. And so yeah. we have very clear processes for kids registering. We screen those students. Um, we make sure that those kids can be successful in that environment and that we support them, you know, throughout it all. But again, we want to offer those experience, whether they're in a magnet school or not, which is why when you look at our STEM schools, you look at overall, you look at Bradley, you look at Irma Siegel, uh, Discovery is one, and, and Case and Lane will still, soon be one. Those are different schools, very different schools who serve very different parts of our community, but they all have that emphasis, you know, that they're working so hard to make sure that those kids get those opportunities. And you still, if the child, if, if your child, and I'm talking about the parents out there, does not make it into those particular schools, that's not really a bad thing at all because you still have teachers reaching yes. out in the other schools. So many opportunities. That can see their particular gifts and, yeah. and want to see them succeed. And, and it, yeah, and so we want to make sure that every child is in that right environment. And so yeah. even if a student doesn't get into a magnet program, we have so many opportunities for them in our traditional schools um, that, you know, I think all of our schools are great. And, uh, um, and I know they're all great. I don't think they're great. I know they're great. And so I would feel very comfortable sending my own child, which I do, to our to our city schools. If if a if a parent uh, wants to enroll their child, say, into uh, any any of the magnet schools, and uh, the child does that child's gift, would that be the particular situation that would place him or her in a magnet school or is it in what are all the how are all the ways that you're so, yeah. going to make it into a magnet so school? you know and for i'll speak to discovery and so yeah. at that point we are looking at some academic screenings okay. to see what their academic performance level is what's their academic readiness if they're mm -hmm. in kindergarten again just to make sure they can be successful so in our academic magnet schools they're going to um, go at a faster pace. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to cover content a little deeper than you may in a traditional school. They're going to have some uh, advanced opportunities that may be beyond the traditional curriculum because mm -hmm. you move at a faster pace. And so when that happens, we want to make sure kids are, can be successful in that environment. And we want to make sure that we are preparing kids for that. And so um, we do that again in all of our schools um, as we look at kids and make sure wherever they fall academically or wherever they fall emotionally mm -hmm. or behaviorally that we're meeting kids where they are and we're moving them from there what i, I know every uh, parent thinks that their kid is the brightest brightest kid as in, they should in, in rutherford county <laughs> as they should i would say parents have one job and but, that's but to advocate get, for their kids they get so disappointed when their child does not make it into a, a, a magnet school um i, I look at a magnet school, especially in math and science, as a child who is just through the roof. I mean, um, the child doesn't even have to study. I mean, it, everything is just open in that amazing mind of theirs. Yeah. And uh, I know that we have had some because I've talked to uh, some of the principals before, and uh, they're just amazed at some of the young people that we have in this community. We have another phone call. Caller, welcome aboard with Trey Duke. 
Well, thank you, Truman. Uh, Trey, I have a quick question for you. I'm new to the Murfreesboro City community, and I've just received a save the date for the City Schools Foundation. And I'm not really sure what's involved in the foundation. Could you talk a little bit about that? And yeah, absolutely. On the foundation? So our City Schools Foundation is a nonprofit we have that works with our city schools and they do just some great work so they do some fundraising for our schools um, this year specifically when we went remote uh, they bought a lot of laptops for us to help kids to learn remotely they do grants throughout the year that teachers can apply for so the save the day i'm assuming you got is for uh, what is typically our uh, excellence in education event which is their big fundraiser for the year so i think this year we're doing it at cannonsburg so I, those invitations i guess just simply went out not too long ago which is why I'm assuming you got one um, but it's a great event that really helps bring the community together and it's made up of community members who have come together who see the value in Murfreesboro City Schools who want to give back to the city schools and they're a great organization that we really depend on um, as a school system to help us with some of our needs in times uh, that arise so from the school perspective like I said teachers they apply for grants and they fund grants all throughout the year for teachers who want to do extra things kind of like uh, Truman was just talking about if they want extra STEM activities extra science and math things that those teachers are going to maybe do a grant that the city schools foundation will fund like i said they've helped us with technology issues they just are a wealth of benefits to us as a school system so i would highly encourage you to look at going to that event it's going to be a fun event this year typically it's kind of a black tie affair this year because of covid it's going to be at cannonsburg it'll be more of a picnic style so a little more laid back but a great opportunity to come and see the great things happening at Murfreesboro city schools I believe that you answered the that question. I hope so. We, uh, listen, I can't tell you enough great things about the City Schools Foundation and what that team works so hard to do for us as a school system. Um, but again, this is made up of community members who see the value of the see the value of our school system and then work hard to make sure we get everything we need. Now, this is primarily just the city school system. Yeah, it is for the city school system. That's amazing. It is amazing. And uh, when you think about it, it really is. Yeah, it really is. And again, they their primary goal is to fundraise and to be able to provide these really unique op opportunities to our students and our teachers. And our teachers are, are great, greatly benefit from it. When I was principal at Salem, uh, we would get the notice that the city schools was going to give out grants to teachers. And it was a competition to see how many we could get in from Salem because we, we wanted to make sure they knew how much we appreciated them. It, I, I don't I don't remember that grant type situation before how long has that been in the in the system um, you know it's been there since I was since I've been in there um, I, I would have to look and tell you the exact number that they how many years they've been there yeah. but ever since I've been there they've been there um, I will know this year the big thing, like I said, probably one of the biggest purchases they did this year was the laptops. When we went remote learning last year, we recognized real quickly we did not have the number of devices for the number of kids who had to learn at home. And they really stepped up and they really purchased a ton of laptops for us so kids could check those out. Kids could then learn from home. And we would not have been as successful last year during our COVID shutdown mm -hmm. if the city, without the city school's help foundation without their help I, I i really wasn't even aware i don't know why yeah 
it's a great foundation. And, and every year they do the Excellence in Education event. Um, they get great sponsors from it, and it's just a great event to spotlight the great things going on in Murfreesboro City. So if someone is like me and they weren't aware of it, uh, how, how do they become involved? Yeah, so give us a call at the central office. Lisa Trail, who's our communications director, mm -hmm. she uh, is the kind of oversees and works very closely with the City Schools Foundation. So she can help get you involved and help you know kind of the events they they host. Not only do they do that event, they also do the back to school run every year. We have a we have a run, a race of 5K every year that they sponsor. Um, do you run in it? I've run in it once. How, did, how well did Listen, you I'm it? not going to brag, but I wasn't the worst. You weren't the worst? <laughs> That's right. I did pretty well. I did pretty well. There's something about a man, he doesn't like the ladies to beat him. Well, listen. Uh, uh, are you one of those? Listen, if I say if you've worked hard, you go for it, and you and you, I want you to be your best, whoever you are. So I does I, your wife run also? My wife does not, and that may be why I feel so confident in it. Yeah. She is not, and I haven't. Uh, I, I I say I ran. Yeah. Run is present tense. I have I ran. So in the past, it was the schools horrible. have to be part of the community, don't they? Oh man, absolutely, they are part of the. That community. is that is the strength of of the education system. Yeah would be the moms and the dads and the grandparents and, and, and also community leaders because um, that's what brings the people in. I, I can remember back years ago, I would have calls from people who wanted to move into our community and they would want to know, first of all, about the school system. Mm -hmm. And then they would want to know if it's, if it's a safe community. Those seem to be the two priorities when people move into this area. Oh, absolutely. And again, that's when you talk about bringing people into the community, I think that's what the City Schools Foundation really does for us, is they spotlight, they bring in people, and bring in people who may not have kids in the system to be able to be part of the system. Yeah. Because like I said earlier, a strong public education system benefits everybody. Um, and we have to make sure we keep our strong here in the city. And you don't have to live within the city limits to go to a city schools, is that correct? So we do, have an, a, we do have a process. We have certain schools that are what we call open zone schools. So first, of, of course, we want to make sure that all of our city residents have spots in the schools. And then if we have spots in, in certain schools that are open, then we do have a waiver process for those open schools. So the people who live inside the city they actually pay pay taxes they do. that go to the the education system. They do. So, if you live out in in the, the county, do you have to pay anything for your child to go to school there? You do not. Um, of course, because we educate part of the county students. Yeah. You know, we get funding based on the students who are in our schools, and so county students do not have to pay. Um, additional money to be and if, if it's an open zone school so if you live outside the cities then the county school system does it refund or however you so, look at it yeah some of the monies that it they just kind of travel it just kind of travels with that child yeah. so we because we populate we educate about 15 percent of mm -hmm. the rutherford county students in the city uh, then we get that portion of funds from, and, from and, and county that, taxes and things and like that. And that automatically comes from the, what the, the county would be getting into the city yes. school system. So again, we're, you're it, just going to look at by, by student is kind of what it goes with. So yeah. now if you're outside of Rutherford County and you want to come into our great school system, 
then at that point uh, there, there are other options. But um, as far as Rutherford County students, if there are open seats in a school mm -hmm. and the, the school board has deemed that an open zone school, then we can look at doing a waiver for you. But as our city grows, that pocket is getting smaller and smaller. I think about somewhere close to 80% of the county's budget goes into the school system. That's, that's pretty close to mm -hmm. what it is. How, how would that relate to what the city uh, taxpayers would pay just for the inner city amount of taxes? Yeah, and you know, um, I'd have to get that number correctly. I, that's not a number that's come across my desk in the last four months mm -hmm. or four, four weeks in the last month. I'd have to look at that. Yeah. Um, you know, the city's been very great to support us as a district, and um, I think they see the benefit that we bring to the community as well. So that's exciting. You know, a large part of our budget, I can speak to our personal school budget, mm -hmm. goes directly to our staff, right? We're one of the biggest employers in Murfreesboro is yeah. our school system. Um, and so the largest part of our budget goes to paying our staff, our teachers, our educational assistants, our bus drivers, um, and making sure we have the best people to to do the job we need to do. And that's, again, what makes a strong school system. What makes a strong school system is the people you have working in it uh, pulling toward that common goal. That's a big business, isn't it? It is. So it's you, a major business. Yeah, we have, uh, we're about 9,000 students. We got about close to 2,000 employees in our district. Um, in Murfreesboro City, and uh, but some of the best people for sure. You you related earlier, and I can't remember uh, what what the total was, but it seemed like it was uh, one of the uh, in the twenties, the the largest school system. Yeah, in, so in the state, we are right out. Murfreesboro City is up at the twenty fifth largest district in the state right now. Yeah. So even though we feel like, and I always say, I feel like we're a, a small district, we're really a good mid-sized district. Uh, there's about a hundred, I think, hundred and forty-five districts in the state. Yeah. And so we're ranked twenty fifth in size, and then of course the county is right at fourth. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is fourth, which is amazing. And I keep hearing all these numbers where people saying where it will be 10 years from now, 15 or 20 years from now. I, I have followed all of these stats for a long, long time, and they're never close. We are growing so fast. It's just blowing us completely out of the water. Yeah, I, I go back to when I was principal at Salem, over, especially on the west side of town. Uh, and I think we were talking about this earlier on the west side of town, which is where I live. I live in the Salem community as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm I'm shocked at the growth we're seeing there. Um, Are you close to Rucker Line? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty close to Rucker Line. Yeah, pretty close. I'm right over there. That's off a beautiful area. St. Andrews and Veterans is where yeah, I'm. Yeah, it, 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 I I think Salem is one of the prettiest areas it's in gorgeous. Rucker County. Yeah, it's a great, and that was one of the reasons why I applied to be the principal there. Of course, it was the school in my community, and it was just a, it's just a great area out there. Great. You probably people. ride your bicycle to work, right? Yeah, not come on now. Not, not right now. <laughs> I used to walk when I was at the school. I would walk all the time. But now that I'm at the central office, I have to drive. When we were Church at, Street, you know, I don't want to ride my bike on Church Street. You're going to see changes are going to be kind of like this. When we were at the old jail at 400 West Main Street, I could run home to Salem and rarely see a car. Yeah. And, and now you see that it's just bumper to bumper everywhere you go. Um, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, you. you re uh, I always enjoy having you on, Trey. I love being here. Because you're a here. lot of fun. I you love really being are. here. 
And uh, you, we just, put, you put out great information. Well, and here's the thing. I'll say it. I don't want to keep saying it over and over again. But when you have a school district like ours that's yeah. doing such great things, it is easy to talk about the good things we're doing. Yeah. And I just count my blessings every day. Not only that I get to work in this district, but that my kids go to school in this district. Um, and that we get to live in this community. Because it's, like you said, there's a lot of people moving here. And it's because there's a great things going on. Yeah. I think we, we I think we should make them have a passport first when they move here and check them out pretty much. Make sure and see if they're like we are. <laughs> I'll leave that to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> if they bring their kids, we'll educate them. I'll, I'll be glad to do that. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning at, at, at nine o'clock. And thank you, Trey. Thank you. From NHC's Adams Place. Home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Since 1981, Willow Windows been making homes beautiful all over Tennessee. From decks and railings to doors and windows. Visit willowwindow.pro. Willow Window, the official sponsor of the WGNS Studios. Willowwindow.pro.